Stanford University. at W.I. Harper and managing the San Francisco office. And he was at Carlyle Venture before, but the reason he's also on the panel is that W.I. Harper has partnered with uh, uh, Kai-Fu Lee, or Lee Kai-Fu, however you're gonna pronounce it, who left Google um, and started Innovation Works. And he will explain uh, uh, more on that and how they work together and how this early stage. Good morning. My name is David Lamb. I'm with WI Harper Group. We've been operating in China for the last 15 years with offices in Beijing, Taipei, and San Francisco. Um, as I was getting ready to present today, I, I looked back at our last fund, our sixth fund, which, where we did about 26 deals. Um, I, tr I counted how many China, I guess we would call it in today's nomenclature, China, China 1.0 companies uh, we invested in, and I came up with the number nine. Uh, so roughly a third of our investments in, uh, in our 2005 vintage fund were in the, broadly speaking, the, the Chinese internet, everything from hosting services to, uh, to content. Um, obviously a lot has changed in the last five years and uh, what, what I'd like to share with you today is some of our thinking as we looked at funding the next generation of Chinese internet startups and, and some of the innovative models that, 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 that we think we've come up with to, uh, to try to address that need. <clears throat> So York finished his uh, presentation with a, with a cartoon, so I guess I must start mine with one. Um, just uh, to put a slightly humorous note on, on uh, what we've been talking about throughout the conference, uh, uh, Google decided to, to get out of, out of China, um, and, and here's a, a cartoon I found um, entertaining uh, with, with a button here that, that's been disabled about searching the web, but you are able to search a few pages from China. Um, I also like the I'm feeling unlucky uh, button there as well. Um, <coughs> but uh, you know, we, we really believe that when, when Google uh, decided to, uh, to, to shift its strategy in China, that uh, created a few developments that are relevant for, uh, for Chinese startups, especially in the, what we would call Web 2.0 or China 2.0. Uh, first is that it really signaled to other foreign uh, investors, and, sorry, foreign corporations, uh, to, to stay out of China for, for quite some time. Um, and, and secondly, what, what that does is it really creates two internets, the, the China internet that is regulated and the, and the rest of the world. What that means for a Chinese startup is that you have less competition. Now, uh, I think we learned yesterday that there are some very, very strong and, and formidable um, competitors within China, um, but certainly uh, not having to deal with, with well-funded foreign competitors is a positive for, uh, for any early stage startup. In terms of the, the, the model and, and, and the the development of the Chinese internet, uh, it's very much mirrored what, what we've seen in the United States with portals giving way to technology companies and now giving way to more uh, advanced services and products. Um, and so as, as we look at, at, this, uh, at this development, we really believe that over the next three to five years, um, this wave will take shape. Um, and uh, without foreign competition, uh, we think that, that there's a really great opportunity for early stage, formation stage startups uh, to gain some share and to build value. So I'll touch on briefly the, the three sectors that, uh, that, that we're very excited about. All of them have already been discussed in, in, the, um, in the course of, of the, the conference, so I won't spend too much time. 
Um, but first of all, with respect to mobile internet, um, we really see the, this confluence of, of devices, uh, bandwidth, applications. Um, you see this uh, table here on the, on the left, uh, mobile application usage expanding drastically almost in, in every sector as 3G comes to four, and also the Chinese uh, mobile internet users, which we think is, a, is an inflated number, but, but not by much. Um, so you, st you have a very, very strong uh, movement in, the, uh, in terms of users and, and applications. Um, additionally, I think as, as we learned in, last, um, in the last uh, uh, panel about online gaming, um, a lot of the, the new users in, in China, especially the mobile internet, are young. Uh, some of the numbers that we've seen are uh, over 80% of, of Chinese mobile internet users are under 30. And so as a result, this, this product is really intended not to save time as, as, as we use our Blackberries for here in, in the United States for maps and for, and for email and the like, uh, but rather to kill time uh, for entertainment. And we think that creates some exciting opportunities to monetize um, uh, users. E-commerce is, is another area that we're very excited about. Uh, if you just do the back of the envelope in terms of the internet penetration in the United States at about 75%, China at about 25, 30%, there's about a three times multiple of, of where China can go just to, to be on par with the United States. Um, and then if you look at online, uh, online spending in the United States, it's about 16 times uh, the, the size of China. So you multiply those two numbers together and, and there's really a very, very substantial uh, amount of growth, say up to 50x, uh, in, in e-commerce. Um, when you have an e-commerce industry, I think we've talked about this as well, you end up with an advertising industry and you can see here in the United States, it's roughly 10 or 12 to one uh, in terms of e-commerce dollars to advertising dollars. So we think that that is a natural outgrowth as well. Um, and, and that that's a very exciting market. Um, and the third area is, is cloud services. Uh, again, we talked about gaming, we talked about music yesterday. Um, the cloud is basically a fancy way of getting paid for making, building software. Um, some had estimated the gaming industry in China, I think 10 or 12 years ago at, at roughly 10, 10 or $20 million. And now it's, as we've learned, uh, tens of billions of dollars of, of market value that's been created. Um, all of that is created by putting software in the cloud. Uh, we also have, have noticed that the Chinese uh, engineering talent still has uh, a huge spread compared to the United States. We've learned um, just over the last few weeks that certain companies in the, in, in the U.S., a lot of the Web 2.0 companies that we all know and love and use, um, are, are offering entry-level college graduates uh, base cash salaries of around $100,000 to $150,000, which is about 10 times or so the, the, the size of what a, a new graduate uh, in China would expect to, to learn to earn. And so as a result, we really think that there are opportunities for Chinese engineering talent to tackle global opportunities. So what does that mean for us as, as an investor? Um, it doesn't take spending, here, spending time here in Silicon Valley uh, too much time to, to figure out the, the differences that, that really exist um, in terms of the entrepreneurial community and, and the infrastructure to support that entrepreneurial community. Uh, first and foremost, there's, there's a very um, basic and, and not very well evolved angel, net, angel network in China. Uh, if you look here in the United States, some of the household names that we all know um, were, were funded by angels, and that just that network just isn't uh, evolved enough in China to sponsor the numbers of, uh, of internet companies that we think should be created. Second, we believe this next generation of CEOs will be local, uh, locally um, born, locally trained, um, and, and will not benefit from some of the global uh, experiences that some of their predecessors in China and certainly um, CEOs in, in more developed markets like the United States have. And so we think that there's a need for, uh, for mentoring for, for some of those CEOs. 
Um, and third is with regards to engineers. So, so here at Stanford, uh, some of the, the best companies in the internet were, were, were started by people who, the, the top graduates from their programs. Uh, in China, it's more likely that the top graduates will go to very well-known companies, multinationals, as well as well-known Chinese companies, uh, rather than starting their own company. Um, and, uh, and we think that that, 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 that uh, notion needs to change um, in, in order for, uh, for, for an entrepreneurial environment to really grow. And finally, I've just laid out three potentially um, uh, devastating setbacks to any startup. When you try to put that all together, it's very difficult to, to assemble a, a high-quality team. Um, and, uh, and as an investor, that's very important to us. Um, and so when we look at the China 2.0 market, we really see a market that um, is, is, is definitely less expensive because of some of the labor arbitrage that I mentioned earlier, but, but also much more risky. And, uh, and, and our job as investors is tr to try to lower the risk, and, 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 and we've, we were searching for ways to do that. Um, so, uh, Professor, uh, having mentioned that, uh, th that we've been working with Kai-Fu Lee, um, Kai-Fu came and visited us just, uh, just under a year ago. Um, he was still at Google at the time. And, and, and he outlined this opportunity, three to five year opportunity, um, and, and some of the challenges that are required uh, for startups to, to grow. And we came, we came out with a white sheet of paper and basically drew up what, what a company should look like that would try to fill these gaps. And, and we came up with basically a, 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 um, the, the decision that you really need to come to market with a full service model. Um, you need a company that, that has access to financing, so there needs to be some um, seed fund component to, uh, to whatever you put together. Um, you also need a platform that can help mentor and grow CEOs to address the CEO risk. You need a platform that can hire and convince uh, high-quality, Google-quality engineers to, to come uh, to work at startups straight out of school. And, and you also need industry partners to help these companies grow and accelerate their business models. And that's, that was really the basis for starting uh, Innovation Works. The way that we ended up structuring it, um, just to get into a, a slightly uh, more granular level of detail, is, is to really separate operating capital from investing capital. We met with a number of U.S. Um, funds and, uh, uh, and incubators, including Bill Gross of Idea Labs. And, and one thing we realized is that it would be very important for us to separate what we call operating capital, that is the capital that's uh, hiring uh, tens of engineers, putting them on projects, testing out ideas, um, and bringing those companies really to a point that we would define here as ready for a seed uh, or angel investment round. And then we needed a fund um, that, that, would act, that would behave more like a, like a traditional seed or venture capital fund that would actually um, uh, be focused on, on generating returns and, and bring those companies out to the point where they could receive institutional financing. So we created two entities, Innovation Works Limited and Innovation Works Development Fund, really to take those two uh, pieces of the, of the value chain um, and, and grow these companies from, uh, from, from the beginning. So a little bit about, about Kai-Fu Lee. Uh, when, when we look at, at, at all these challenges, you really need a strong leader. And, and I, for those of you who know Kai-Fu, I think you would agree that he is just that. He's arguably the, the best known uh, IT executive in China. He was born in Taiwan, uh, raised here in the United States, went to college here, got his uh, PhD from Carnegie Mellon, um, was immediately offered an, an associate professor position um, and uh, became the youngest associate professor at a very young age. And, and after that, spent many, many years at some of the best-known um, technology companies in the world, um, most recently, of course, at, at Google. He's also written four best-selling books in Chinese, as well as 
uh, giving lectures to over 500,000 uh, 500, students. So he has a following. And what he's been able to do is really address uh, item number two and three from the, the, the prior slide, which is to bring in uh, great CEOs, uh, uh, great uh, yeah, entrepreneurs and potential CEOs, as well as to hire great, uh, great technical people. Um, so if, if when, when Kaifu uh, launched Microsoft Asia, uh, he got 1,000 resumes in the first day. When he launched Google uh, China, he got 3,000 resumes. And when we launched Innovation Works um, in, in September, he got 7,000. Uh, today, he's received over 100,000 resumes. And, and you can see some of the, the, the people here that he's assembled in the team. Um, the, the two upper right-hand uh, photos are, are recruiting trips for him. Um, and, uh, and if you look at the middle one, you actually see some uh, umbrellas in the back because it was raining that day. Um, and then in the bottom is the world programming champion who's, who's now an employee at, at Innovation Works. And so based on that, um, our, our work with Kaifu was really to focus on items one and four, that is to bring uh, industry partners, um, and, and that's what we did with, with, through our relationships and, and Kaifu's and with the government and, uh, and with, with well-known uh, companies like Foxconn that, that have publicly supported uh, um, what, what Kaifu is doing. And, and also to, uh, to actually um, raise funding, and, and we've done that from a global set of investors. Um, today, the company has about 80 engineers, six projects underway, and you can see that we can see really the pipeline starting to develop with company, one company coming out for seed financing very soon, and then, uh, and then a product launch later this year. Uh, but our, our work isn't done, this is, a, this is a new model, and so we're always focused on, on scaling our ideas, uh, sourcing new, new entrepreneurs, and, and growing the team. And so with that, um, I'll, I'll, I'll conclude with, with just one note, which is that you know, being in this business, we do everything we can for our portfolio companies. Um, and when I was about to give this talk, I asked Kaifu what I should do. And, and he said, well, you should, you should ask uh, anyone who knows anyone or, or they themselves want to join Innovation Works to let us, let us know. And uh, so now I can add the, the role of on-campus recruiting to my uh, <laughs> list of, of, of things I've done for my portfolio companies. But I'm glad to do that. And uh, we would uh, welcome talking to any of you if you're interested in joining. Thank you. OK. Thank you. For more, please visit us at stanford.edu.